welcome into this week's episode of Pigskin Fantasy Football. Thank you for joining us. We're glad that your grandma told you about us today. So we've got a little bit of game recaps. Uh, we got me, myself, and I, uh, Ben, you know, the, the host of this show. The others are the ungrateful crew. So we've got... Oh, so ungrateful, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I knew it was going to catch someone's attention. We, of course, have... Hey, nice tits, Travis. Yep. Thank you. They can't see that, so that's good. So we got <laughs> Travis down there. We've got the always impressive but always wrong Austin. And then we've always got right. five and always oh. wrong. And then five and oh, five and oh, five and oh. The spectacular Cole, who we're always happy to have on. Welcome in everyone today. We've got a jam-packed day with my favorite segment being the slumber from down under. Like I love it. Yeah. We're gonna talk yeah. a little bit about the head coaches. Uh, about some players and uh, the most recent news that we have. So we are currently watching the Buffalo and Tennessee game as this is Tuesday night. We have one very important podcast host in here with us. His name is Travis. He is winning this week by 11 measly points, and the other person has Cole Beasley and um, A.J. Brown, and it is currently the fourth yeah, quarter. So very scared. definitely puckering right now. <laughs> very scared. You so. should be pretty scared right now, dude. No, um, remember, this I, is I'm just glad it's only five and a half minutes left now. Right. No. The Titans have ran four and a half minutes off the clock. True, but that could cause the bill. That's going to cause the Bills to pass, which a lot of them, especially deep passes, could go to Cole Beasley. Now think about this: if my father beat you, he had played. Philip Rivers, negative four points. AJ Green, zero. Moali Cox, zero. San Francisco's defense, zero. If you lose and he played all of those, I get that you had Dak Prescott, but I'm still going to make fun of you. No, oh, who wouldn't yeah. make fun of him? Right. All right. Fun of him. <laughs> well, I had, the, I had the bench Josh Allen and what you fuck it. You benched Stephon Diggs, oh. Josh Allen, and Ryan Tannehill. So, and you, <laughs> we weren't sure about the Tuesday game, so. <laughs> Cautionary thing, it might end up biting you in the ass. You want to bench him uh, against me this coming week, there, bud? No. Okay. No, you two are. Be, be a good friend. I swear I, I had the worst about the quarterback, so that's. <laughs> yep. You drafted oh. Andrew Luck and then he retired. So let's get into these game recaps Atlanta Falcons 16, 0 and 5, and then Carolina 23, looking much better. They're now 3 and 2. They, they seem to have pulled it together. Uh, Carolina. Teddy Bridgewater, another pretty good game. 313, two touchdowns, no interceptions. We kind of figured that, especially with, you know, playing Atlanta. Uh, Mike Davis, does he earn a timeshare now? You know, 16 carries, 89 yards with another nine catches, 60 yards, and a touchdown. When Todd Gurley comes – or not Todd Gurley. When Todd Gurley, yes. Totally. Right. When Chris <laughs> McCaffrey comes back, or is he out? It's, it's intriguing, but it's going to be McCaffrey – McCaffrey's backfield when he comes back, no questions asked. More than seventy-five percent of the touches, no doubt. Yes, I, I mean agree. Mike Davis will still get work, maybe a little bit more work. Uh, he's going to be the he, other twenty-five percent. <laughs> yeah, considering what yep. he's done, he definitely deserves it. However, it's going to be McCaffrey's backfield when he comes back. I agree. So um, I called Robbie Anderson um, over DJ Moore this week. Eight catches, one twelve, no touchdown. But DJ Moore did fine, four catches, 93, and a touchdown. So uh, you're not complaining about either one of those. Damn um, good. Damn good. 
I don't know what to say about the Atlanta Falcons. They look like they're falling apart. Trash. 226 for Matt Ryan, zero touchdowns and interception. He looked so good in the beginning, but now not so good. Todd Gurley, though, 14 carries, 121 yards and a touchdown. Again, it's against Carolina's defense. So any any surprise there from anyone? <laughs> okay. With Dan, with Dan Quinn, though, do you guys think he's going to go anywhere? And if you think – I guess my question is, where do you think he'll end up or the, the most likely situation? He knows how to pass the ball. so I Maybe like a, a Detroit Lions? No, I was – I was going fire to fire my Matt Patricia. Ew, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like that. But you know, he like probably needs to be like better than Matt Patricia. Move, so. I was thinking Would more you... of like Washington football team under Ron Riviera to help usher which one of these QBs is going to be it. Okay, be like what defensive or offensive? Offensive. The dude passes the ball. I mean, forty times a game. I mean, they kind of have to with that. Uh, oh that defense, yes. So. First down in the red zone for Tennessee. That don't like Perfect. AJ Brown, come on, baby. Well, they've been running it really well. Uh, Calvin Ridley asserted himself back as uh, your leader after that goose egg. I know he pissed a lot of people off. Eight catches, 136. No one else was like they were saying, oh, Zeke or Zachis, whatever his name is, Brian Hill, Russell Gage. None of them are relevant. It's Calvin Ridley or Julio. That's it. Any questions on any of that? Do you who do you put ahead of who Ridley or Julio? Definitely Ridley. 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 Uh he's just performed so well. All right, so then trade or keep um yeah, trade or hold on to Julio then. A trade. Especially trade if you're in a dynasty. Yeah, trade him before he is his price. Like, he's like thirty three, thirty four years old, right? Uh, I if I remember correctly. I think thirty three. Julio's thirty. Okay. What that was Cole, 31. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, he's decently young. Decently ish. young. After all the, the wear he's put on his body, I would say that trade him, especially in the dynasty, try to get a, a pick out of him plus something. But if you're in like a, a redraft league, I don't know if anyone's going to you know pay for him. I think maybe trade him, as crazy as it sounds, for someone like Antonio Gibson. Someone who is a lower running back, if you need running back help, obviously. Don't screw yourself if you don't need running back. But someone who's going to be on the upswing, um, you know, for like a low Antonio Gibson and something low, like a Cole Beasley. No, flex play. Uh, Calvin Ridley, you keep. On to the Vegas Raiders, defeating the Chiefs 40-32. to I was impressed. Uh, it shows that they have enough weapons to keep up with them in this division. So let's start with the Raiders. 347, 3-1. Three Derek Carr showing that he can still be MVP level. Anyone surprised by that? Uh, not uh, against I, the, the secondary. Great. Hold on. You, you and Travis oh. both started talking at the same time. <laughs> what are you all saying? Trav, you go. I, I, I am a little bit. And don't even say against the secondary because coming into this game, the Chiefs had the number one secondary in the league. Are they ranked number one? I did not know that. Yes, they were. They were very good. Um, I was actually oh, a little more surprised that Josh Jacobs, 23 carries, 77, and two touchdowns. I was a little more. His long was only seven yards. Yeah. I, Der- touchdown, Derrick Henry. Yep. AJ that Brown makes, touched the ball in the possession. Especially considering he went three straight games without a touchdown. 
So that was that was kind of impressive. And yeah, he's yet to reach 100 yards. Yep, he's been close. 3.35 yards a carry. That is yeah. not good from your workhorse. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Makes me a little nervous. I was impressed by the rookie Henry Ruggs when I saw the stat line: 118 yards and a touchdown. I was like, wow. And then I two realized receptions. two receptions. You can't. Yeah. Get <laughs> um, the other people that are notable is Darren Waller caught five for 48 and touchdown. That's that's a good stat line for a tight end. Nelson Aguilar also two catches, 67 and one. I think he fades right back to irrelevancy. Irrelevancy after this week. Hunter Renfro, was anyone hoping, you know, for him? He's for the most part failed. So I, I, I traded him for reason because I mean he he did put he was their top receiver last year, but you could just definitely see the uh confidence they had in him when they went and drafted uh Ruggs and Edwards. Right. The the writing was on the wall. So Patrick Mahomes, you may have been a little upset with him at first, but he ended up with 340 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception, another 21 yards on the ground, and another touchdown. So he ended up pretty good. Uh, nothing that I can complain about. I'm so pissed off and mad at uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. As we all have started this, we uh, started doing FanDuel. I put Clyde because this was a perfect let him eat kind of week. 10 carries, 40 yards, um, three catches, 40 yards. I was (sighs) – at that hurt me. Did any of you guys play Clyde in the fan duel? I didn't know. Uh, No. I actually don't even remember if I did or not. Well, it killed Uh, me. I I saw a couple different lineups for fan duel. Uh, It looks like I did play him. Nice. Well, lucky you. So Tyreek Hill got three catches, 78 yards, no touchdown through the air, but he ended up – with another 15 on the ground and a score. So five straight weeks that he's had a touchdown. He, everyone was saying he's boomer bust, but he's been so damn consistent this year. I love it. Um, yes. <clears throat> Travis Kelsey, obviously you're starting him eight for one Oh eight and one. Um, the number one tight end still, he shows that he still has it and that it's not going away anytime soon. <laughs> Cole, did you memorize the guy's stat line that you just traded for Tyler Murray? Uh, I didn't memorize it. Oh, it was a career high today at 380 yards. That's goddamn right. Fucking amazing. Goddamn. Not to mention, you know, mm-hmm. one touchdown, one interception. Mm. Kyler Murray also had another 31 on the ground and another touchdown on the ground. Edmund looks way better than Drake. Drake had 18 touches, 60 yards, and a touchdown. Edmonds had three for 36 and one. Um, I think the running backs, slowly they're going to merge to Edmonds just because they see what he's doing. Yes, the Bills got the kickoff, fumbled it. Oh, oh, got it back in the red zone already. That might uh, seal it for them. So you might squeak away with the win, the lowest win this year. Lucky you. That did seal it for them. <laughs> yep. What do you Damn. mean? They're down by they're down by nineteen points with three. Well, he still has AJ Brown. They decided to throw it for some reason in the red zone into the. That'd be hilarious. Like oh, last play end the game, no reason, garbage time touchdown. Eighteen an eighteen yard reception gets him a hundred point bonus. The hundred yard bonus. Oh god, that'd be so funny. That would be and a, and a touchdown that would give him the win. That would oh, be. My. So he just needs eighteen yards and a touchdown. Everyone pray for AJ Brown eighteen yards and a touchdown. Um, 
into the wide receivers for Arizona. You're always starting Hopkins, six for 131. Hell yeah. Our guy, that dude's so sexy. Our guy, I love it. Right. <laughs> um, Chase Edmonds, again, oh. did some damage to the air, five for 56. Although, Kurt, Christian Kurt, uh, you guys were calling for him to be the number two. It looks like that might happen, five for 78. Any of you guys impressed by any of that? Uh, I want to see him string together a couple more before I get excited. I agree. I agree. How many more are you thinking? Like two, three, four? Like four. I was going to say I'd probably go three or four before I start trusting him as a flex. I mean, granted, it's 12 points in the PPR league, but that's good enough for a flex. So Fair enough, fair enough. Over to this, uh, the Jets' disappointing season. Fire Adam Gates. Fire Adam Gates. Ah, damn. And then Patricia needs to be next. Right. Joe Why'd they Flacco. release Bell? <laughs> yeah, like, they they released Le'Veon Bell, even though Joe Flacco 195 and one Le'Veon Bell, 13 carries for six yards. Like he didn't have a bad game yards. by any means. Like not a they have a horrible game. Considering that offensive line and considering the fact that he just came back from injury, puts up 13 I mean, for 60. That's better than Frank Gore's fucking nine for thirty. <laughs> like just Frank just, Gore does have they like just don't use years, him correctly. Um, Those are the nine carries should have gone to Le'Veon. Right. If he had nine carries, he probably would have hit a hundred yards. Most likely. You know, At his current rate, yeah. He would have. So wide receivers you're only trusting Jamison Crowder, eight for one sixteen and one. Chris Herdnon's athletic as hell, but droppable. I'd put him right in the bench. Oh, they need a coaching change there. Hernan needs to be traded, be utilized correctly. I agree. I agree. He's got all the talent in the world. Whew, so I had to. So do I drop Frank, uh, Tim Patrick for Frank Gore then? Uh, <laughs> do you want six points a game? Because that's Frank Gore, <laughs> even in a PPR. So I had the hard decision of playing either Baker or Wentz, and I made the right decision. Wentz against that Pittsburgh defense, 258, 2 and 2. Um, so thank goodness for that. But holy crap, I had to play Miles Sanders too. Let's let's take this out of context. Ten rushes, six yards, Eleven. and a touchdown. Yeah, now, he had one rush for 74 yards and a touchdown. So without <laughs> that explosion play, he would have had a terrible day. Oh, but yeah. the, fact, the fact that he fell in the end zone twice in that 80 yards, it was, it was doable. You loved it. You saw it against an elite defense who was hitting him right as he got the ball, just like Barkley, uh, the dude's talented. Uh, is Travis Fulcrum, Fulcrum becoming something? Ten catches, 152-1. and one. Travis, you went out and picked him up. Is is he uh, – I know, right before I was able to pick him up. Like, God I damn it. I think he's starting to carve a niche out in this offense a little bit, especially while they're starved for the receiver at the moment because this is back-to-back good weeks for him. And – Right, Carson Wentz start get comfy with him. Carson Wentz has looked decent the past two weeks as well. So if he's he's at least getting these targets, he's worth the waiver wire add definitely. So would you still say that when his top two receivers come back, Alshon Jeffrey and Dallas Goddard? If the if the production with the targets continues, then yes. Otherwise, eh. I agree. Eh. Fair enough. So uh, Greg Ward's still flexible. Four catches, twenty six yards. Yeah, in the end zone. Um, Austin, take away Big Ben because you're That's happy. Boy, dude. Yep. I, I was. I need him to do that again next week or this coming Sunday, I should say at least. If he does that, I'll be even happier. <laughs> but, I mean, he had a pretty solid game. He looked pretty good too as well. 
239 and three. Uh, can't argue with that. No, I mean, that's what 20, like, got me like 27 points. So, can't ask much more from your fancy QB. So, James Conner, 44 and one. Um, Cole, you dropped Benny Snell Jr., right? Because, uh, seven carries, 19 yards. <laughs> All righty. So, I was, uh, no, but yeah, I'm glad I dropped. <laughs> Disappointing to see that he got seven carries and couldn't do anything with it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I had high hopes for him, especially when James Conner went down early in the season and he came out and exploded. And then just nothing now. Right. Uh, Chase Claypool, holy shit. Seven, <laughs> one ten, three touchdowns. He made every other receiver on this team irrelevant. Juju, four for 28. Eric Ebron, 5 for 43. I guess that's not bad PPR for a tight end. But literally, if you didn't play Claypool, I wouldn't have played any of them that game, apparently. Austin and I were definitely wrong about playing Claypool in the last podcast. I will tell you what. Yep, yep. <laughs> sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. I, I mean, we all knew he was athletic freak coming out of Notre Dame. but Not like I think that. They, <laughs> right. question is, does Big Ben do it two times in a row with him? Does he start to string together these games? So right into uh, the L.A. Rams versus uh, Washington football team, or more like Washington shit team. So <laughs> Kyle Allen decided that he wanted a concussion from Jalen Ramsey, went 9 for 13, 74, and sat on the bench. Uh, but the heartwarming feeling for Alex Smith was fantastic. We love to see him out there. But no, he's not good for fantasy. Just know that he is a dink and dunker. Pass it to JD McKissick, and that's it. Like <laughs> when Kyle Allen, I last week I said Terry McLaurin game script. When I said that, I meant if Haskins or Kyle Allen was in there because Alex Smith only targeted JD McKissick. It felt like Terry McLaurin had five targets, three catches with Allen, and then Alex Smith comes out, he gets just two more targets, and that's it. And no oh. catches, three for 26. I was. I was so angry. And it turned out that uh, that Haskins was inactivated due to the stomach flu. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Do you think they're trying to cover a COVID case? Uh, you know, that was my first thought. But at the same time, I don't think they value Haskins enough, even though he did have the best game of his career before that happened. Uh, uh, and I also don't think that they can skirt all of their players testing negative and then also spreading it around with how contagious it is with how close quarters they come day in and day out of practice. Uh, there's no way you cover that up. True. It would, it would come out pretty quick. Jared golf, another pretty good game. Um, three Oh nine, two touchdowns, one interception. So not terrible. I'm more excited for the running backs. Malcolm Brown belongs in the trash or on the waiver wires. Eight for 30. Terrell Henderson, you were pleased because of the volume, 15 for 38, but got the touchdown. And my boy, Cam Akers, 9 for 61 with a long of 46. Uh, clearly the most talented running back there. Um, but onto the receivers, Gerald Everett, instead of Tyler Higby, had the game. Four catches, 90 yards. Robert Woods did what we expected, 4 for 71 and 1. Cooper Cup, 5 for 66. Um, anyone have any thoughts on the receivers or running backs for this team going forward? <sighs> it's going to be too hard to tell for the carousel and for the Rams. I think Henderson's going to have to string back to back, back 
bad games for and Akers is going to have to keep producing for him to yank it out of Henderson's to make it his backfield instead of Henderson's, I should say. I, I think I agree with you on that one, um, which is sad because he's talented. All righty. Uh, Lamar Jackson, pedestrian output when you look at it, 180 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Now what you expected when facing the Bengals. And only had two rushes. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's popped up on the screen that that is his lowest carry total since he played at Louisville against some – either way, it had been like three to four years. He had always seen more than three carries. So is that a sign of something to come or just because they were blowing him out by so much? Okay, I'm going to say that's because they were blowing him out so much. No one wanted to answer my question. It's okay, guys. I understand. Uh, no, I, I I think it's a little bit of both because he did miss a couple. He he was limited in a couple practices this week. He's starting to, I think his type of game style, the way he plays, is going to start catching up to him unless he changes it a little bit. He's going to have to inevitably. But he hasn't I, been looking good in places where he has to be in the pocket and can't run the ball. Also, exactly. I think defenses have kind of started to figure him out a little bit. So I have one quick question. Cole, you've got Mark Ingram. 11 carries, 57 yards. Are you happy with that? Mm, I'm happy with the workload. (laughs) I'm happy that he's getting the majority of carries on the team still uh, with his age and having J.K. Dobbins behind him. Uh, Even though J.K. Dobbins on his one carry kind of broke it off at 34 yards. Right, uh, I was going to say, I traded for J.K., and he looked explosive. He looked well, good. For for the one play that he got the ball. <laughs> he did have well, I guess he got three receptions. But. Yep, so he did do a little bit through the air, um, so I can't complain. Whereas, that's what you – last year, Mark Ingram had five receiving touchdowns, which was incredible. This year, he's done absolutely nothing through the air, and – I'm not sure if it'll come back. Is, do you have any uh, hope? Yeah, I don't think. Uh, if it does, it's going to be to just be a tendency breaker uh, more than it is going to be. They're going to keep on trying to dial it up to him through the air. If they want him to score the touchdown, they're going to get on the two-yard line and put him right up the fucking middle. Right. I was going to say, five touchdowns receiving was the highest in his entire career. Typically, he averages somewhere in the, well, 29, 50, 46, 58, 21, 26. So he's he's had a decent floor. This year, three catches, five targets. That's it. So they're clearly not interested in putting him in the receiving work. Uh, but on the other hand, Cole, your other guy who you played definitely got some receiving work. Go ahead and take it away with Marquise Brown. Uh yeah he he's finally he finally had a game he finally did it boys uh, <laughs> he got himself uh, one yeah mom get the camera uh, <laughs> yeah no it, it's definitely a uh, a light at the end of the the tunnel uh, if only you know Lamar Jackson could uh, get his shit together and start become more of a little bit of a pocket passer uh Mike Marquise Brown has been able to burn up secondaries it's just been a matter of lamar jackson actually getting it to him all right uh so the other wide receiver that you play so marquise brown six for 77 and one very happy with that mark andrews six for 56 and one 
also very happy with that. Definitely happy with that on a tight end. Heck every yeah. every week, you're happy with that. Oh yeah, yep. <laughs> and he's basically good for that every week too. Well, don't tell him that for the two weeks he made me lose. So, uh, <laughs> the jitters from Joe Barrow finally showed as being a rookie. 183 yards and an interception. I also don't blame him. He's playing the freaking Ravens. Uh, so tough, tough task for him, but you could see not so great. Mixon, 24 carries, 59 yards, goes right back to his uh, kind of – he's either boom or bust, and that's the way he's becoming for running back. And I don't like that for a guy you choose in the first round. That's right. <laughs> uh, Tyler Boyd showed the connection, 4 for 42. And he I uh, I traded to Shane, and then Shane traded to you. So now you're the proud owner of T. Higgins. Four for 62. Eight targets. Team lead. How are, are you feeling with A.J. Green out that he's going to absorb all of that? Uh, most definitely. And I think that as he gets more comfortable in this NFL setting, and so does Joe Burrow, uh, I wouldn't be surprised by the end of the year we're seeing, you know, almost 10 targets a game out of him. And what he does with those targets is uh, only going to improve throughout the season uh, where he might have a 80% catch rate. And if he's catching eight passes a game with how big he is in the red zone threat, he's got to have a touchdown somewhere in there. And he's probably going to go over 60, 80 yards. No, they should all go this high of the board. I mean, they might. I mean, he's definitely a threat, and I I see them here in the next couple of years. That pair with Joe Burrow being a, a deadly trio in the NFL. So, let's move on to the Jacksonville Houston game. Jacksonville losing fourteen to thirty. Um, beautiful old Gardner Minshew three oh one and two. How does that make you feel, Austin? A little sad because he could have could have had some more points if he didn't fumble it. And lose it. I was just but, about to bring that up. Yeah, I, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, I mean, he he's had a pretty solid season. He's on on track for a pretty damn good season too, if he keeps up his current pace. So I do want to take a second to pause and congratulate Travis for being the lowest oh. scoring win in our entire league this year. Nicely done. <laughs> I don't know how you did it, but again, my father. Thank you. <laughs> Did not have a good chance because he unfortunately benched uh, some really key people. He thought he was going to trade uh, and then didn't happen. Life got busy. But, man, you squeaked one out. You get to stay in the top two. Congratulations. Yeah, I got to go change my underpants. Right. <laughs> well, we're going to go right into your guy, James Robinson. What the fuck happened? 13 for 48. Uh, I- 4,600 uh, yards should... is what Gardner Minshew is projected. Keeps up his current pace. God damn. Jesus. That's like Dak before he went down. So, James Robinson, <laughs> take it away, Travis. I want to hear your thoughts on why he, he shit the bed, basically. That whole Jacksonville offense, I don't know, just couldn't just couldn't get it done the whole game. Minshew is the only one that had a good stat line, and Chenault seemed to be a little bit involved, but Robinson definitely shit the bed. And Definitely hurt me. That's why I scored so few points. Part of the reason. So, week six, week but, six, week six. Same performance. Let's go. No. So I, 13 carries for 48 yards and 14 of them on one. So you're looking at 12 for 34. That's under three. Man, Minchie rushed better than him. 
Well, let's go right into your guy, uh, Austin, since you want to smack talk. Where the hell is DJ Chark? Three for 16. And hey, he got injured. Yeah, he got three injured. for 16 in injury. Does not help fantasy football. Yo, who is playing that right now? <laughs> 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 I love it. Is Chark pretty serious? Nah, I hope to God not. You didn't sound confident <laughs> at all. Uh, in the meantime, I say pivot to Chenault Jr. If he's not on someone's team, if he's on the waiver wire, pick him up. Oh, every week, yes. more yes, and yes. more involved. Exactly. The dude's becoming better and better with every week. Um, yeah, I mean, so DJ Shark had an ankle injury, but they didn't hasn't been specified or said how you know how severe of an injury it is yet, whether he'll miss time or not. So. We'll have to wait and see. All right. So into Houston, 359, 3 and 2. Look at that. The week after they fire Bill O'Brien, guess what he does? He wins. Coincidence? I think not. I think not. That's right. David Johnson. Where did Brandon Cook's performance oh, come from? Like, holy. Right. First was uh, David Johnson, 17 for 96. You're kind of happy with that. Duke Johnson wants more volume. Right into the wide receivers. Will Fuller slowly studying out to be, you know, playable every week. Four for 58 and one. But holy hell, Brandon Cooks, tell us about your speed. Eight for 161 and one touchdown. Only a long of 36, but 12 targets. Is he the new number one? Uh, I think we need to see this again. I think we need to see this no. happen again. I, I do too. Uh, but it. He definitely has two. the tools and, anomalies are common. Yeah, and the possibility to do it. Uh, but, you know, as of right now, I still I still see Fuller as the one. Okay, I was just about to ask. If you had to go out and trade for either Cooks or Fuller, who would you go out and trade for? I would trade for Cooks because I think Fuller. he's going to end up doing better and his price tag's lower. Like over, but like immediate volume – for the rest of the season, I still think Fuller's going to do better overall. If you're in Dynasty, trade for Cooks on a low price, and I think you have a, a one of the better bench stashes you could find. That's a good, good, good call, Travis. You have anything to refute with that, or are you you happy with his answer? I like. Just that don't as do well. it this week. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Yeah. That's also true. <laughs> Um, speaking about bench stash, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo right to the bench, 77 yards, two, two interceptions, <laughs> uh, Miami shellacks San Francisco. I don't think two is ever going to play with that performance, but, uh, Austin, you have a uh, Garoppolo. You scared? I'm, no, not really. I mean, CJ Beathard, 94, so more yardage, better passer rating and got a touchdown. No interceptions. Also not injured. Oh. Yeah, look at the eleven point seven QBR to the one point four QBR. <laughs> <laughs> Better pass rating. That's turd and I mean a turd Jimmy Grapple visibly right. Jimmy Grapple could visibly uh, hardly plant. He struggled planting his his throwing foot, his back foot. I was gonna say that was very notable. He, he was definitely playing through an injury, so I'm, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. So um, Raheem Mostert took over, you know, number one roles, 11 carries, 90 yards. He looks back and healthy. He looks good. 
So, oh yes, he's he's definitely someone you should have traded for while he was hurt. While no, Cole, you just traded Brandon Ayuk. How does that make you feel? Knowing well, he had three for forty-four. I mean, I'm a little sad about trading him away, but at the same time. I I made a quarterback move that I think is going to benefit me in the long run, and okay. I got a better I got a better wide receiver out of it. So you got I mean, yourself Calvin Ridley. I That's did great. out of Ayuk and Kyler out of Wilson, which yeah, I know some people would probably chastise me for with his MVP run season going on right now. But you needed receiver help so bad. If Ayuk was your leading receiver. You you ten times upgraded. I mean, yeah, I had Marquise Brown, Ayuk, and Higgins as my top three. So, I gotta say, you did the right thing. I'm a little upset because I had been badgering you for what months for Wilson. <laughs> uh, and sent me a two <laughs> trade, and I still denied it. Right. <laughs> uh, then I tried to come back for it, and you wouldn't do it. Right. Uh, so, George Kittle, four for 44 after that monster game. You're kind of upset about that with that. One. Sad with that one, especially against Miami. But, I mean, when you look at the quarterback stats, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. It was not Kittle's fault. No. Uh, he, got four, he, he got four receptions on eight targets. How many of those four that he didn't catch were actually catchable? Right. Not many. <laughs> so, Austin, you just traded Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, and he goes off 350-3. and three. How do you feel? I still feel pretty good because I feel like he's going to go back downhill. Uh, he's such a boomer bust. He's the reason Brennan won the league last year. Very impressive. Um, so, Miles Gaskin, 16 for 57-1. and one. Like I said, he's going to be a beautiful flex play every single week now. The more surprising thing, yeah. I traded You him. traded for him. You took him from me. Um and then you traded him away to my father. So, again, hurtful. But Jordan Howard was a healthy <laughs> scratch. The, the guy they signed in free agency, they just said, we're done. What? Do you think he's the next one to be released? It's very possible. Um, I, I do like Matt Burita, nine carries, 28 yards. So that's kind of poopy. Um, but he's electric when given the chance. The receivers, though, on this team, everyone was talking about Devontae Parker because he's had a pretty decent year. I told them, you know, once Williams comes back, he's the number one. I don't think he's quite established it yet because Parker, two for 50 and one. Miles, not Miles, uh, Gasecki, five for 91. And then Preston Williams, four for 106 and one. I got to say, I'm impressed with Williams coming back and fighting against the San Francisco defense. If you had to choose rest of season, would you guys go Williams or Parker? Ooh. Dynasty? I would go. I just said rest of season. Let's say you're in a season long league. Oh, season long. Probably still Parker. Probably still Parker, yeah. I, I so if same, 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 more comfortable throwing, funneling Parker targets at this say. point. And and Williams had the practice squad corner cover. I was I was going to ask. So if you have uh, Williams right now after this big game, would you try to package him for Parker? You know, hey, four catches, 106 yards, and a touchdown for 
two catches, 50 yards, and a touchdown. You know, try to. If you're in win now mode, sure. But if like long run, I'd, I'd kind of hold on to Williams, especially if you're not hurt for wide receiver. Okay. Um, let's go into my favorite team, Indianapolis Colts, losing to Cleveland. This is the first time Cleveland's been four and one in so damn long. It feels good for them. I, I'm happy for them. But I'll check out hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, PP <laughs> River uh, needs to retire. Two forty three and two. PP River. He's. He plays like he's like he's pissed. Basically, he can't throw the ball. He doesn't know what he's doing. He looks scared. Jonathan Taylor, twelve for fifty-seven and one. I love this kid coming out of college. But if we're in catch-up mode every single week, we can't be, you know, throwing or we can't be handing the ball to Jonathan Taylor. Yes, you can. It's not going to work. The coach isn't going to do that. <laughs> I think Frank. Okay, Frank fine. Throw to him. Needs to find. P.P. Rivers' replacement, like now. Uh, although T.Y. Hilton, you were huh, happy with that. And then on the other side, though, Cleveland, they are putting up a nice little string. 247, 2-2 two and two for Mayfield. Kareem Hunt, we knew as soon as Nick Chubb went down, it was Kareem Hunt's backfield. 20 for 72 yards. Uh, Dearness Johnson, only 8 for 32. So I say hold on to him because, you know, Chubb's still out for a while, right? Till week ten, it's six week injury. Yeah. It's an MCL sprain, so he's still out. Hold oh, on shit. to Ernest Johnson just in case. Uh, Jarvis Landry four for eighty eight. Oh, yeah. OBJ five for fifty eight. Austin Hooper five for fifty seven. Uh, Kareem Hunt three for twenty one and one through the air. <sighs> I think this offense is starting to open up a little bit. Get a little, right. a little more comfortable. I was gonna say I'm not like excited to own one of these wide receivers, but like they're doable. I would own one of them before I take a chance with something to keep an eye on for the rest of the season because they might start to be looking like how we thought they're going to be at first on paper when they first right. formed this team. Hasn't quite panned out till now, but they're start. They've strung together back to back games where the offense looked like it could do something besides just hand off the chub. So. On. We're going to go into Dallas's uh, morale victory of 37 over the Giants. Travis, you changed your name uh, from Dax on crack because how amazing he was going to uh, Dax bone cracked. (laughs) To which I have to say, uh, amazing taste in that. 166 yards and INT broke his ankle uh, done this year. So if you've got him in a dynasty, hold on to him. Uh, unless you're in win now mode and someone offers you a good trade, don't take like a Ryan Fitzpatrick and like <laughs> a low guy. Don't don't hurt yourself like that. You know, wait for someone to come up and be like, "Oh, hey, I'll offer you." Um, ooh, what Aaron Rodgers or Stafford and or in a lower pick, right? Or, or not a lower pick, maybe like a, a second or a first. Or uh, if you're in a redraft, probably like a a. Ro- Somebody like D. Higgins uh, or Justin Jefferson right now uh, with how they've been playing. Right. So don't don't sell low if you're in a dynasty just because he's hurt. Uh, and then redraft, obviously, drop him. Go pick up Andy Dalton, who did just fine. This is great news for Elliott, who already had 19 carries, 91 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, so 
they're going to lean on him even more. So hip, hip, hooray for me. Uh, I just traded mm-hmm. for him. But I'm a little upset with Elliott this year. Not once has he broken 100 yards. It's kind of annoying. Yeah, he's averaged 100. He's Fun fact, Zeke is, I think he was second or third all-time for mm-hmm. yards per game for his career. All-time. And he's right around the 100-yard mark, so that's kind of a little surprising. Good for Kamara. I mean, it is, but it is. I think I, I, it, I, it is. It isn't because we kind of saw on paper the especially when CD Lamb was drafted, we thought that they were going to be passing Ooh. a lot, and they definitely have been. But now that Dak's out, let's. I think we start seeing Zeke string some hundred yard games so, together. I agree. I think he will, especially with his coming up competition. Uh, fluke or not a fluke? Michael Gallup four targets. Amari Cooper four targets. CD Lamb eleven targets. Fluke. Austin, I don't know. I don't know. Andy Dalton liked C.D. Lamb. He ended up with eight catches, 124 yards. He's looking amazing out there. I'm not saying Cooper doesn't look great, but if he doesn't have that connection, like Cooper wouldn't do much until the fourth quarter when Dak Prescott's like, oh, hey, I've got to win. Let's target him four times in a row. Now it could be the C.D. Lamb show. I My team name is C.D. Wide Receiver 1. Because I do think by the end of the year he'd take it over. I think week six is a little early, but I like it. I would love this to happen every week. Austin, your thoughts? Do you think Amari Cooper takes back over? I think he will. You're wrong. So on you're I wrong. Am- no, 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 no. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck. I'm already winning one bet. I want to win another bet. Uh, I got T. Higgins out of Michael Gallup. That's all I have to say, and I'm happy right? about it. Oh, my God. I can't believe he pulled that off. But, hey, nice. Yeah, I, don't blame you. I would like to have, uh, you know, yeah, DK and C. Nice Lamb, Ben. So, uh, hint, hint. Because I, I traded Michael Gallup and who to get Aaron Jones? Oh, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. So, you did miss him. He to get Aaron Jones Josh. and T. Higgins. I think I definitely win that trade. In a dynasty, you're looking pretty damn good. And Austin, you're not getting CD Lamb unless you pay up. He was there at number four when you took Judy. Remember that he was there at four. You didn't take him. Yeah, no. He fell to me at seven. I'm keeping. I don't regret it. I don't know if, if you ask anyone, CD Lamb or Judy this year. I think everyone's gonna say Lamb. Well, I mean, through six weeks, yeah. I think that's one that I might win. So. Onto the Giants, uh, 222, and uh, how many fumbles, Cole, for uh, Daniel Jones? Oh, God, two, I think, this game. Yeah, this dude looks awful. Hasn't scored a touchdown since week one. Who do you think he is, Jameis Winston? Yeah, not a touchdown since week one. This is Jesus horrible. Christ. Although, Devontae Freeman's looking a little bit better. 17 carries, 60 yards, and a touchdown. Also, two catches, 27 yards. Darius Slayton, back to that uh, – Amazing role at eight for one twenty nine. Uh, you were not happy with Evan Ingram's catching performance of one catch sixteen yards, but he ended up in the end zone because of a rush. So, eh, you know, if you have a tight end, you're really just hoping for a touchdown to end up in the top ten. So, can't complain too much on that. I do have Evan Ingram and a couple other tight ends. So, if someone wants them, come send me a low ball offer. I'll probably consider it. So oh, as far as the Giants go, though, uh, you do you so bench free. stash Colt McCoy? He's the backup in in New York right now. I don't think I'd want him even even if they bench him, just because Colt McCoy has never been good. 
Uh, he was decent at, what, Texas, right? So I just – then he he's, in my opinion, a career backup. I'd pivot harder to, like, Joe Flacco before I start Colt McCoy. What about you guys? Uh, career 60.7% completion percentage. Uh, a total of 6,000 yards over nine seasons. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Jesus Christ. So, uh, Cole. 29 Russell. to 27 TD, INT. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know Flacco. Um, Russell Wilson, 217, but three touchdowns, one interception. Uh, 58 yards on the ground, which was the most. Are you uh, upset with trading him yet, or do you miss uh, him? I think I'm always going to be upset that I traded him. Uh, but at the same time, I do believe in Kyler Murray and his abilities, and I was able to get a huge upgrade at wide receiver. Oh, so okay. we'll see how that goes. I think I win the point differential, uh, even with Russell Wilson as an MVP race right now. I agree. Uh, Travis, Chris Carson, eight for fifty-two and one. Why did they only give him eight eight times? I don't know. I think it's because they weren't expecting them to be well, in a dogfight with this team. I th- think they ended up having to and pass what more. Was than they very to. impressive, even though they went passing, is they gave him six catches, twenty-seven yards. So not very efficient on it, but they trust them enough to catch the ball. PPR, that's doing good. Especially since before the season he wasn't he wasn't necessarily known for being a pass catcher, and then now that they're passing more, he they're giving it to him, even though they have two backs on the team that are more known for being pass catching specialists. But they're still giving him the touches. Right, uh, Tyler Lockett four for forty four. This is the third week that he's had under fifty yards, so that's poopy. Uh, if you can get any wide receiver in this league that's not named Hopkins, you go after DK Metcalf. The dude's a touchdown freaking monster. He had two more. Four or six catches, ninety-three yards, and one of them for the game winner. Yep, two more touchdowns. That beautiful slant that he did, and just kind of dove and caught it. He obviously has a connection, and I'm very upset because I traded him away in the offseason, not willfully. Uh, again, you I did willfully. I, yeah, that's right. I didn't willfully. Not once did I willfully. You did no nope. willfully. I will I stand my ground until the day I die. So well, you're wrong, but okay. This is his. I mean, he's got five targets, or five touchdowns in five weeks. Four catches. 500 yards, 22 targets, so I mean. Right. Four catches, six catches, um, 95 yards, 92, 110, 106, 93. So his lowest yardage game was 92 yards and a touchdown. That's that's just crazy. The guy is amazing. Uh, On the other side, Kirk Cousins, 249, 2-1, so – no, that's manageable. That's that's usable. You're up. You're okay with that. That fumble I mean, at the end of the game. The refs just wanted to go home. That is that that was bullshit. That was that was an incomplete pass, and he probably would have thrown an interception anyway, right there at the end, like he did last week. But fuck it, he should have got one more chance. And you think so? One hundred percent. That was definitely an incomplete pass. <laughs> um. Let's go into the running back. So Dalvin Cook, 17 for 65 and one, which isn't awful. He did get hurt. So, but he, he did enough that you're not going to cry about it. But you know who looked better than Cook? Madison did look good. 
He looked better. 20 carries, 112 yards. He looked faster, more agile, just better all around. Um, he will get the start this week because Cook is going to sit. Um, not official. Not official, that's right. Adam Thielen, 9 <laughs> for 80 and 2. So you're always playing Adam Thielen. Justin Jefferson kind of took a backseat, 3 for 23. Um, I mean, it was to be expected with his previous games that he would – Come back to that a little bit, but he is the clear number two in uh in Minnesota right now. I agree. Irv Ir- Smith Jr. 100%. four for sixty four. You're pretty happy with that. It's been a while since we've heard his name. Um, so I agree. He's so talented. You'd hope that he'd start getting the because Kyle Rudolph was getting so many red zone targets not in years year. past, but you just start seeming not right. to do that. For so how long year, in? So. Right, Hopefully I agree. Uh, how long until? Drew Brees is benched and Jameis Winston comes in. 325. Uh, one end one. of his contract. Hmm. So the end of this year. Yeah. I don't know. I think, we're gonna, I don't think he's going to get benched. I think we're going to start seeing more and more plays with Taysom Hill coming and giving Brees breaks. The right. Okay. So, I, you know, that's not a bad idea. They, I mean, they did it quite a bit, especially in the two-minute drill, uh, which they did win against the Chargers. So, Kamara, Cole, you uh, – Yes. You want to trade Kamara to me yet? He had a, a down game, 11 carries, 45 yards, eight catches, 74 yards. I mean, he's oh, – yes, a down game. Yeah, a down game. <laughs> a down game for him is not scoring 30 fucking fantasy points. Right. Uh, like, it's almost like when uh, Aaron Rodgers was talking about people talking shit on his down years. Some those quarterbacks are switched over. Yeah, those are career years for some quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, and that's how Kamara is with those games. His down games are sometimes career games for other people. Right. If let's if this was Mike Boone, everyone would be like, "Oh yeah, that's great. I loved it. Mike Boone did awesome because he did something close to that." But this is a down game for Kamara, which is hey, fantastic for you. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, holy shit, twelve for one twenty-two. Then again, yeah. they had to a lot. No, Mike Michael Thomas. He wants to uh, punch people. Uh, at practice, so that happens. Jared Cook, two for 52 and one. Does this offense – oh, uh, I'm not even sure who he punched, but was it really worth getting suspended one game? Like, you, this offense looks different without Michael Thomas. I traded for Michael Thomas, and I've, I've been able to use him one week out of the first five. I am – Kind Did of the NFL? Off. Whoever 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 he threw a punch at probably made a joke about <laughs> it. Was, uh, no, it's just the Saints organization. <laughs> oh, okay, so that's so dumb of the Saints to do, right? Uh, and I get, oh, I understand disciplining a player and things like that, but there are other ways you can do that uh, other than jeopardizing your fucking season in a crucial game where you almost lost. Right, a very end overtime. Hey, but they got the win. 30-27. I'm going to do this backwards just because it is the final game, and I want to talk about Herbert last because I have a couple questions on him. So wide receivers, uh, Keenan Allen, two for 29 and one, gets hurt with a back injury. He's done for a little bit, right, Travis? No, he'll be back next the next game that they have scheduled because next week they have a bye. Okay. So he gets that bye week to heal up, so that's good. Um, Hunter Henry, four for 23 and one. Pretty happy with that. <laughs> Mike Williams was the main beneficiary of Allen going down. Five catches, one hundred nine and two. Anyone surprised by Mike Williams? Not really. I've 
I've liked him. He's a very freaky athlete. He's a freakish athlete. He's great. His it's just been his body betraying him that has prevented him from being okay. Good, honestly, and this year he's been kind of healthy. I mean, Keenan Allen has been feasting all the targets, and Eckler is out, so kind of left Mike Williams in a role to get feathered with targets this game, but. I think that also just establishes some trust that Herbert can say, hey, I can actually throw this guy too. So as long as Williams stays healthy, I think long-term, he's definitely going to work. I was going to say this is going to be awesome for him um, in the future. Now, quick question. Who the hell is Joshua Kelly, and why does he suck so hard? (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say 12 touches, Justin Jackson getting 20 touches, and – Drastically 94 to 38. Total yardage in him. He got 38. Hey, yeah, Justin, drastic. Yeah, exactly. And Justin looked good, too. 15 for, 15 for 71. That's 4.73. And five catches, 23 good. yards in a PPR. I'd flex Justin Jackson. I'd drop Joshua Kelly. What about that you, Cole? Great. No, I fully agree with that. He looked good. I really liked what I saw from Justin Jackson. All right, so as you guys know, we played a two QB dynasty league, six-point passing touchdown. So QBs are essential, and almost every trade involves a QB of some sort. Um, I mean, just this week, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray swap teams, Deshaun Watson, Matt Ryan swap teams. So QBs are always involved in trades because they're so important. Justin Herbert, God, this pains me to say, but looks good. He looks ready. <clears throat> and I, Say that again. So. <laughs> he looks like a – he looked like a veteran. I mean, he's still making a couple of rookie mistakes here and there, but for the most Which, part, I he mean, looks like I, I think he can be forgiven for, for with how well he's played in the past. He had like a top I, 10 last night. So 264 and four touchdowns, no interceptions. That's fantastic. You love that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm still pissed I didn't draft him, but hey, it's okay. I actually was listening, and someone was explaining the fact that Herbert, just like at Oregon, is this big, talented guy with a cannon of an arm and is being held back by the coaches. And they explained that Lynn, the coach of the Chargers, needs to find a quarterback guru to really let him develop. Does Dan Quinn sign here? Caldwell. It's possible. I would think that'd be very interesting. Let him actually get the confidence to just fling that ball. I think then Mike Evans and Allen become weekly starters. I mean, if he goes from passing 30 times, yeah, Mike Williams. Mike Williams. I'm not sure who I said. You said Mike Evans. Oh, I mean, you are going to weekly start him. Uh, Mike Williams goes from like 30 passes a game to like 40 to 50. I think we could see him put up some crazy numbers. Uh, but that also leads me into the next question. So, right, so then, if he's passing forty to fifty times a game, how are you feeling about Eckler? Eckler's already heavily involved in the passing game, so he's why not still get eight check? He might, but if Mike or Mike Williams is going to be also heavily involved. That's going to targets are have to come from somewhere, right? They are going to have to come from somewhere. So Herbert's looking good, but again. The coach said, hey, we're not getting the W. Even though he put up 264 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions, they got zero wins from it so far. So what 
do they go back to Tyrod and hope for a win because they're one and four, or do they stick with him, even though you know naming him the starter and saying, "Hey, we'll go through the growing pains." Nah, I think they're gonna stick with him because I mean he's. I don't think they're the reason that he's losing. I mean, I don't think it's his fault. Same. They were missed field goal last night for winning that in regulation. That wasn't his fault. And that was a very makeable field. Goal. You think yeah, cool. It's definitely not on Justin Herbert for the Chargers losing. So I, I got okay. <laughs> now, what some people don't know is we can see cameras at the moment, and they are kind of cool to, to look at. So possibly in the near future, you might see us on YouTube, which would be fun. Uh, I think Dan Quinn deserved to be fired. I think Bill O'Brien deserved to be fired. I think Matt Patricia should be next. Actually, Adam Gase and then Matt Patricia. Uh any qualms with any of those? Uh, I just think they need to fire all the head coaches in the league and do a draft from bottom to top. Damn, really? Just fire all of them and just get a draft going No, on. but I fully agree. Adam needs to just not be an NFL coach anywhere. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so Le'Veon Bell was officially released today. What a what a not so shocking thing! Everyone knows Adam Gase has hated him since the moment he got there. Oh, so where does he dumb. sign? Agreed. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised he, if he doesn't sign anywhere. I think so. I don't know. So if he takes a contract small enough, uh, he might just go to some desperate team that needs somebody. I was thinking. I mean, if Houston keeps David Johnson keeps underperforming. Yeah, I was kind of thinking go to the Patriots, sign like a one point one million dollar contract, just you know the bare minimum, and then put him out there and see what happens. If you know if he's got anything left in the tank, Bill Belichick will get it out. We'll also have the best chance to get you know a ring, which I know he he has to want. Uh, now let me ask this question: If he goes and you know sets himself up. You know, and visits a ton of teams. Would Pittsburgh be interested with the injury history of Connor? No, I don't believe they left I, on good terms. I don't think they've left with many people so. on good terms. Martavis Bryant, Antonio Bell. I mean, <laughs> if you leave the Pittsburgh Steelers, they dodged the bullet. Brown. <laughs> oh, big time! They knew what he was like. I mean, he had been there six years. That's true. So uh, that leads off to that part. Let's get into my favorite part and what we're going to wrap the show up with today. The slumber from down under. Welcome into today's. I'm going to have Travis go first just because I want to hear his explanation and uh, his reasoning on why. I know that Juju has been kind of, I mean, first three weeks of the season, he was very playable. Averaging about 15, 16 points fantasy per game in a, P- in a full PPR. This week was definitely under underwhelming, falling behind Chase Claypool a little bit. Little? But I think he has a very good bounce back game this week. Again, yeah, yeah very. He, he more than underperformed. But I think he has a great bounce back week against the Browns. I know that sounds crazy, but fantasy wide receivers have been feasting on Cleveland all year. Week one, Marquise Brown in our league, 20 points. And Mark Andrews had a 24-point game. Um, week two, Tyler Boyd had a 21-point game, and T. Higgins had 60 yards that game. 
Um, week three, Scary Terry had 13 points, and there's really no other pass catcher on that team. So that's that's why. And then week four, Amari Cooper, 40 points. CeeDee Lamb, 25 points. That's also the number two. So that's a very perfect matchup for Juju to start okay. back out. Uh, I can agree with that. I don't think Juju is completely washed. I was reading a thing that says he went from the exciting, explosive player to the possession receiver. You know, when they need a first down, go get him. Um, which is going to lead me into mine, which is going to be Alex Madison. So if Dalvin Cook sits, which he, which he should, I just saw what Cole typed in there. God damn. Uh, if Alex Madison gets the go because Dalvin Cook sits, typically his injury, the going strain, as long as it's not a strain number two, is only 10 to 14 days, and they can play on it. But with the bye week uh, after on week seven, why not sit in week six? Let Madison, who looked really good, go in there and play. I know Austin doesn't want to hear that because he faces the number two guy. I mean, I'm okay with it considering one, if I lose, I'll still be in first place. No, you won't shut up. No, I'm a boy. I'm okay with him resting so he doesn't re aggravate the injury and make it worse. Especially for long term. Do you want to make a quick Alex Madison trade right now to, you know, secure that win? Alex Madison. Um, One, it won't secure the win. (laughs) Two, whole yawn crack. (laughs) Call me Um, Dax Bone. Three, I'm not about to overpay for a one week rental. Um, and let's say for some reason I do put Cook out there, I guess I'd pivot to James Robinson after, you know, to come back from his bounce back. He had a down week, wasn't really happy with it, but he faces another good matchup. He should be able to run a little bit more. So Madison, though, is only owned in 41% of Yahoo leagues. Are you kidding me? 41%? What's it up in the last <laughs> week? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, only 4%. Oh, How would no. he about that? They should – like he was already kind of flex considerable our, in some leagues. Are 50% of the leagues six-man leagues that have like three-man benches? Right. <laughs> because they – if he's on your waiver wire and he starts this year, you are absolutely nuts not to play him. I would play him over Joe Mixon this coming week. Ooh. I'll put that bold out there right now that Alex Madison will do better than Joe Mixon. Not because Joe Mixon's a bad player. They're going against the Colts. (laughs) Exactly. He's facing a great defense, whereas Madison's not. Colts are typically pretty good. 20 rushes, 72 yards against Kareem Hunt, but no touchdown. So that's seven points. You know, I just on the ground. That's not really that fantastic. Um, so I'll put it out there. I'm starting Madison over. You guys are hilarious. Uh, over Joe Mixon. Atlanta's defense. Okay. They just they just can't. So I'll go ahead, Austin. All right, who's your uh, sell high candidate right now? Uh. My set like in the entire league. Yeah, yeah. Out of everyone that you could pick, I guess. It, yeah, who's your top sell high candidate? 
Uh, do the I? Person you'd be most likely to sell high at a high point right now, based like, on how right? they got through the first five weeks or whatever. No, I was gonna Robbie say Anderson, dynasty or uh, regular right? redraft because that'll make a difference. Uh, both. Both. Okay. Uh, True. Dynasty. I'm probably gonna say Robbie Anderson, just for that simple fact, and then the the redraft. I'm probably gonna go DJ Moore. Funny enough, just because of that name. Because people latch onto that name and say, "Oh, he's so good." If you could sell high on him, you know, after he got a touchdown and had a good game, and upgrade to a Mike Evans, upgrade to a DK Metcalf, like if you could somehow swing that, I would say that's my redraft dynasties. Robbie, whatever owner has okay. them, would be dumb not to swing trades out and see what they can get. What about you, Austin? Who's your trade people? I like where you're going with this. Um, mm, I also might try and do Mike Davis before uh, CMC comes back. Well, I think everyone can see the you know the writing wall on that one. Uh, <laughs> so who posted that? That would be Travis. Um, okay. And the fact that it's screen shared is great. <laughs> I think everyone knows that Mike Davis. I mean, if Chris McCaffrey doesn't come back this week, and you can sell him for. For good, I think that's exactly what you want. I mean, I definitely think you'll be able to get a decent price for him. You know, someone who's not the smartest at fantasy will will definitely be willing to overpay for that short-term production, especially, you know, if they're doing pretty decent in the league and need wins now or want to build a big enough lead record-wise. I was going to say, now's the last time to buy low on Christian McCaffrey. Um, I was about to say, that, that was actually leads to my next question. Oh, Top by low target. Oh, it's... Person who's still do, who's doing bad right now, or you're still willing to trade for? Dynasty, it's definitely going to be Barkley. Redraft, it's definitely going to be Michael Thomas or CMC. CMC might still command a big price, but people who drafted Michael Thomas in a redraft are probably sitting at one and four, and they're probably freaking out because of this and if you can swing in there and snag him up for like a Devonte parker from miami and uh another low player just so this guy can actually play and win a couple games before the end of the right. year i would i would swing for the fences on him because you know the minute he comes back he's he's good he's good as gold okay fair enough so all right so next question guess i'm gonna uh, Cowboys offense moving forward now that Dak is out and that seems like Andy Dolan maybe will be favoring CeeDee Lamb going forward, but also based off of um, his success or failures with the Bengals. How do you see their offense moving forward? I'm sorry. Please repeat the question. Why? Why, though? <laughs> they're, what they're doing at this screen share completely distracted me. I'm so sorry. Give it one more go. Go ahead and... Uh, Okay, Cowboys offense moving forward with yep. with Dak Prescott out <laughs> and Andy Dalton in, and you know Andy Dalton has doesn't have the best track record winning games and performing all that great. How do you see their offense moving forward? Uh, they go from like number one or two all the way back down to probably number fifteen to twenty. I think they're still gonna pass for two hundred and fifty plus yards um, a game. 
because their defense is so bad, they're going to have to. But I don't see them being this elite. I think this is a huge uptick for Elliott in both on the ground and in the passing game because I think Andy Dalton's going to have to, you know, he's not as athletic as Dak, give it or not. Like Dak was able to run out of the pocket and actually create a little bit of plays. Right. Um, this is going to be a pocket, lot of jump offs. Pocket passing wise, he's everybody as good as Dak. However, where Dak, you know, is better than him as, you know, being able to run and escape pressure. Right. So I still think, you know, the top two wide receivers, CD Lamb and Amari Cooper, are still worth it and are still going to be good. Maybe instead of, you know, wide receiver one and two, maybe downgrade them to wide receiver two and flex. Um, you see, know, how, see, how I was kind of thinking was that Elliot's the only one that gets an upgrade. Oh, yeah. Yep. I think they're going to run more and use him more. And then how I'm seeing it is. Cooper's going to become a wide uh, mid-range wide receiver too, and Lamb's probably going to be a, a lower end wide receiver too. Uh, now, before you ask another question, Cole, go on. ahead and give us your instead of a you know pick up Andy Dalton and let him prove you right. I think you just keep playing him every week until you prove until he proves us wrong. You oh, know, really? Yeah, I, I like what he did. Uh, he showed up when he needed to this this last game. Uh, showed out, and I think that moving forward, that this might actually be the correct system for him to be in. Uh, and we might see a, uh, a revival of Andy Dalton's career right here. Do, now, does does Dallas still sign Dak uh, for next year? Uh, definitely. Dalton's getting a little too old to uh, to lean on to start building a whole team around or make the centerpiece of their already great offense. But is there a little bit of worry there? Maybe. I mean, what if what if Dalton ends up becoming, you know, MVP caliber in this offense? That'd be wild. That uh, I think that. Yeah. No, I'm just saying oh, yeah, it a is stretch. a stretch. I'm not. I'm, that's not a hot take right now. But I'm saying he's got all the tools around him to make it happen, uh, and I, I think it'll be. I mean, he's stepping into great wide receivers, uh, Amari Gallup and Lamb and Elliott, you know, one of the top three running backs. So, you know, if if he can put it together, this is the time for him to do it and earn himself another contract. Dak, I think they should just sign him. I think he proved enough that he's got the arm, that he's got the ability. Um, but, Cole, I still want to hear your sleeper, your slumber from down under because uh, I'm looking at it and – Cousins, baby. This Atlanta defense is trash. Uh, I I don't see anybody doing bad against them, and I think Kurt Cousins is gonna show us like what he can do against a practice squad right here. And I'm excited, and I definitely think you play him this week, even in a quarterback one, unless you uh, unless you have the an obvious starter over him like Mahomes. Russ is out this week, so he might be a good waiver wire pickup for uh, for him on a bye week. Uh, but yeah, I definitely play him this week. Okay, what about um, Rodgers against Tampa Bay, or Kirk Cousins against Atlanta? So a tougher defense. Or, you know, Cousins against that easy. Rodgers is running too hot. Uh, running too, even running with too the bye hot, week, okay. uh, 
And then they're also going to have Devontae Adams back. Yes, uh, daddy, please. Uh, and even if they start double covering Adams right from the start, I mean, He's how many di- how many different targets has, has Aaron Rodgers thrown the ball to? Hasn't he gone over 10 in most of these games? He has to. There's no one exactly. Robert Tanya. There's but, no one else but, there. The, but that's what I'm saying, though. They double cover him. He's going to put it in the breadbasket of anybody else on that field. And as long as they can hold on to a, a fucking thrown ball, then he's just going to keep having, you know, MVP caliber games. I agree. Austin, what are, uh, what are your thoughts on Kirk Cousins this week? Hey man, as long as he passes to Justin Jefferson, I'm okay. But on the serious note, though, I mean, Kirk Cousins no. is in a perfect spot to bounce back against Atlanta offense. I mean, defense. My bad. But yeah, he he's in a perfect spot to bounce back. Oh yeah. I'm not worried about his. I agree. Potential production. And I hope. I I hope it's all Thielen and Jefferson. Mm, Madison will do fine. All right, so- Quick over under for Andy Dalton over under three thousand yards. Oh, rest of season. I thought you meant one game. I was like, uh, obviously, no, 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 no. rest of the season because he's obviously going to be the starter unless he does absolutely trash. Right, but rest of the season, three thousand yards over under. He had one hundred and eleven uh, last game, so we're talking one. Two, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt of only playing partial games. So eight, nine, ten, ten more games. Ooh. 10 he only he only had 12, 12 attempts, nine completions. Just under so three hundred yards. Right, and that was like one quarter. That he would at least get to two hundred fifty. I think he goes over. Um, full game. Yeah, I'll take the over on it. I think it'll be, um, just slightly over. I think he'll end with like thirty two hundred. The better question is touchdowns. How many do you think he'll end well, with? I was about to get with. I was going to say over under fourteen. Oh, over. I'm going over 14. That's that's 1.5 out of the next 10 games. I almost puked a little bit. Oof. All right, how much over? Yeah, I say. I, I was going to go 20. So I can say he hits 21. All right, over under 10 interceptions. Hmm. Let's Kirk see these defenses. He hasn't had. He's only had the one year throwing under 14 was or 11 interceptions. He doesn't get a full year. So Andy Dalton faces Arizona, Washington, Philly, Pittsburgh, Minnesota, Washington, Baltimore, Cincy. I go over 10 picks. 10 picks. Okay. How much over? Yeah, same. That's a. a, Oh, I'm going to say he hit 17. What are you thinking? Are we talking about Kirk Cousins right now? No, No, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. Oh, okay. Um, Andy Dalton. Over 17. I'm going. He's thinking over 14. Yeah. No, over for touchdowns. I'm going to say over under 10 for the interceptions. Has 3,200 yards, 21 TDs. So you're going over, over, and over. That's what I'm going to say. So uh, 3,000 yards. 15 of those are going to Amari Cooper. (laughs) You wish. You wish. I really fucking do. Uh, (laughs) 3,500 yards. Okay, so over. Uh, shit. Thirty-five hundred yards is ridiculous. No, only three hundred. Have to be averaging four hundred. Because he still has ten games uh, left, and he already got a hundred yards. Uh, I think he can get twenty-six touchdowns and fourteen interceptions. 
13. So we'll go two to one in her uh, two to one TD to interception no. ratio. He's just under INTs, but over on touchdowns. Uh, yeah, I was only going 3,220 and then uh, 14 to 15 for. Even though Zeke's going to benefit from Dak being out, I still think they have no option but to throw the throw the ball. I mean, holy shit! You don't you don't run the ball twenty five times a game with those wide receivers, right? Uh, so I guess the better question is, uh, you know, Elliot, what's what's his outlook for the rest of the year? You know, curious as an Elliot owner, um, considering he's he going to be fine. He. He's the only, yeah, he's the only one to get it up. He's going to be really making you want him, mm. want you to trade this week. This next week. You know what, Travis? Let's let's talk a little after this podcast. Any other yeah. questions that we want to hit up? I hate you guys so much. Before we before we hit the the outro buttons. <laughs> Any final uh, questions? All right. Cowboys, playoffs, yes or no? No. No. But how much do you think they'll miss? One game. A lot. One game, okay. I, I think it comes all the way down to week games. 17. Oh, wow. Really? They might. I mean, the Eagles, I think, are their best competition. Well, they have a tie. So it right. I mean, they're, they're within Philly, Washington, and New York. <laughs> so I think they easily win the division. I don't. I think with the crap that Ertz has to – or not, or it's Wentz has to play with, he wins the division again. I think now that they don't have Dak, I think it stays Eagles, Washington, and then Cowboys. I think they don't do enough to get it done. So that's my projection. Eagles win. You know what? Maybe, but I don't know. I, I don't think so. Also, Dallas is the only team that does not make sense in the NFC East. Like, what the fudge? Okay. That's all right. A little bit of all my questions. All right. Uh, So, tune in next time for the week previews for this coming week. Uh, In that case, go ahead, hit that like, subscribe, share, comment, let your grandma know about us. That way, she can send you back this way. Any Dustin Putangs, anyone want to hit out there? Let us know. Pigskin Fantasy Football Show. Thanks for tuning in. Hit that outro. Bye. Have a good time.